welcome to the first episode of Quite Excellent, a podcast that will hopefully serve as a place for poetry and short fiction, maybe even some students' works that I think are enjoyable to have some degree of merit that I want to share and talk with you about. The first one will be a poem read on Monday, August 14th. And that is Billy Collins' Introduction to Poetry, which I get from his Poetry 180, A Turning Back to Poetry book. An excellent collection of books meant to be read to students. And this first poem, Introduction to Poetry, is one that I love because it really gets at the ideas of poetry in a classroom. Something that students have a tendency not to enjoy, that's intimidating, that seems like this cipher that must be explored and focused on and shoved around until you get to the meaning, the one true meaning. And what's interesting is the the structure of the poem starts out with a very clear perspective. We have the first person, I, and we see that repeatedly. It's very clearly the perspective of the teacher, but at the end of the poem, that perspective has changed the power of perspective has been passed on and we see what's been done with it when we change hands and the poem is given over to the student what's become of it and it's sad so before i talk too much about it let's go ahead and read the poem this is billy collins introduction to poetry i asked them to take a poem and hold it up to the light like a color slide or press an ear against its hive I say drop a mouse into a poem and watch him probe his way out, or walk inside a poem's room and feel the walls for a light switch. I want them to water ski across the surface of a poem, waving at the author's name on the shore. But all they want to do is tie the poem to a chair with a rope and torture a confession out of it. They begin beating it with a hose to find out what it really means. So the The first thing that you notice is how playful and how thoughtful it is at the introduction. It's really tangible in its exploration of senses. We have holding it up to the light. We have an auditory, the ear against the hive. We have feeling against the walls and sniffing around like a mouse would find cheese in a maze. We have water skiing. This jubilant expression of touch and sensation that is extraordinarily playful. The idea of acknowledging the poet as you go past at speed, but not delving too much, not spending all your time there, just playfully enjoying its content. But then we get to the end of the poem, and rather than enjoying that content, the student is instead engaged in a a confession that they want to pull from it, the one true idea that they want out of it. And it's sad. There's a tonal change here that speaks to how almost devastated the speaker is, the teacher is, to see students so angry at poetry, so cruel to poetry that they must pull meaning from it by force, when instead they can find something to enjoy in it. And at the very end, They begin beating it with a hose to find out what it really means. This forced confession. And the thing about forced confessions is they're not reliable. 
the history of torture is getting people to confess to things that they don't really believe or are not necessarily true. But in this case, we have students doing exactly that. They are going to force meaning from this poem no matter what. But will that meaning be genuine? Will that meaning matter? Really? Maybe not. Now, we'll be reading this poem on Monday, April 14th. I hope that everyone enjoys it. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. It will be something that I try to do to prepare us for the coming week's poem, at least one. The content of this podcast is used under copyright law. Chapter 1, section 110 is companion to in-class instructional activities, and I claim no ownership over the text presented here. Until next time, I hope you enjoy things that you yourself find quite interesting.